Hello, welcome to another episode of the Creative Collective podcast. My name is Louis, and if you're watching this on YouTube, then welcome, because this is our first ever attempt at YouTube. Please go easy on me. This is my first time, and I'm still getting used to the whole setup. I know the lighting's not very good. I'm struggling to look directly at the thing and not at the viewfinder. Um, Working on it working on it very much looking forward to using this platform and getting to grips with everything so i'm going to take it nice and slowly in this episode and just it's a bit of an experimentation really obviously there is content please stick around for that um but generally this is just kind of us trying to suss out how this might work um hopefully we can start uploading um normally on youtube as well as the podcast but we'll we'll see how this goes um and take take things from there nice and slowly in today's episode i'll be giving sort of a video essay although i haven't actually written an essay um it's more just from brain of thought things i've jotted down um something that i wanted to talk about for quite a while and this is surrounding you know the way that violence um different kinds of violence is portrayed within art mainly uh, on screen so television programs films that kind of thing um so just before we get into things i do want to put a trigger warning here for violent content um suicide attempts sexual abuse um that kind of thing so yeah that's your trigger warning um let's get into it now the main sort of thing I want to address in this in the form of a question so that we can try and answer it is it does art and I wrote it down does art have to follow the same guidelines as educational resources surrounding serious topics now that might sound like it's a very easy answer no um but yeah that's it thanks thanks for watching like comment and subscribe um it's just interesting to talk about because obviously there's so many different examples so the two main kind of things, one's more a specific show and the other's just a general type of content, um, both very different in their approach, their overall aim, their goals, that kind of thing. Um, but sort of, just sort of delving into more why the answer is no and why art can do its own thing, mainly because it is what it is. It's art. It's not an educational resource. Um, but this example I'm going to talk about now is, you know, sort of the grey area and where you cross the line. Um, so it's everyone's favourite show to shit on, really. Netflix original, 13 Reasons Why. Now, if you look on YouTube, which, as I have done, you can find countless videos shitting all over this show. Rightly so, in many respects. Um, but a lot of it is to do with, and this was sort of the the you know, the biggest critique it got was the fact that it uh, it did show Hannah Baker, the main character's suicide, um, and also things like sexual abuse, that kind of thing. Like, very graphic detail in your face. Some people commended it. Some people thought it was completely wrong. As I've said, like, I believe that art can, for the most part, be as expressive as it wants to be because like that's what it is it's abstract it does its own thing what well, some art is abstract um but it has its it has the license to do that whereas obviously educational resources like have to be much more 
thorough in how they're thought out and how they're delivered. Um, and 13 Reasons Why, the reason that that's the one I wanted to talk about is because that it framed itself as an educational resource, or not a resource, but like, do you know what I mean? It was trying to be educational, and to some extent, I suppose, maybe you could take some points away from it uh, in terms of the school environment. I'm not really sure it was a, a realistic interpretation of of school life. Uh, obviously, being from the UK, it might be very different over in America. Um, but as someone who like, has been in that environment within the last 10 years, <laughs> um, you know, it didn't really seem genuine. And it, it was very stylized um and that's sort of my main issue with it the fact that it it tried to be one thing and ends up just sort of falling into the pattern of being what you'd expect which is fine like it it can totally do that and just be another teen drama that takes on a slightly more serious well a very serious topic um but it didn't just do that it tried to you know it tried to capitalize on the recent movement to get mental health as more of a conversation and that was always its tagline like we're here to start a conversation we're here to you know break down barriers that kind of thing surrounding mental health stigmatization what have you um but you know the more you look at it the more it was just almost a a cash grab for them which is you know you've got to expect that in that industry in the film series industry like everyone's looking for the most relevant thing to talk about to make some kind of statement about and 13 reasons why I picked up on the hype train surrounding mental health destigmatization etc etc and so that's how we get onto the problem that myself and countless others have with the show is that it took that and in all its build-up tried to make out it was you know this really well thought out um, like they'd spoken to loads of experts, they tried to make it as real as possible to really convey how different mental health issues affect people, um, the effects it can have on school, that kind of thing. And in the end, it was just another another teen drama, uh, as I said, with a, a much more serious piece of content behind it. And so then obviously you fast forward to the end of series one and you do see um Hannah Baker's suicide and you take that in isolation and like I don't have a problem with it like it's a very powerful scene and I don't think that they were wrong to include it for what the show was um but as an educational resource that it tried to make itself out to be as I keep on saying it wasn't necessary at all um but as an educational resource, you know, there's other ways to demonstrate the effect that bullying, mental health issues can have on a person. And at the end of the day, like that, the show doesn't do anything. It it tries to say so much and in the end ends up saying like nothing, nothing that was already, that wasn't already out there, nothing that, you know, you can deduce on your own kind of thing so it was a disappointment in that respect 
and obviously there's loads of subjective opinions about character, the plot, Hannah Baker herself. I mean, personally, I didn't really like her, but you know, um, that's for another another video, I suppose. But there's been there's been so many of them. There's no point. I'm not going to go there. It's it's um, nothing that I will say about the subjective parts of it will have already not been covered by someone else in much better detail than than what I was I would be capable of. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of the point I wanted to get across. But yeah, I suppose the lesson from that is just that you know at the end of the day, art is art and shouldn't have to follow the same criteria as an educational resource or something that's trying to raise awareness in in its own sense. If you're trying to be entertaining, or you're trying to be dramatic, then you've got to do what you've got to do within reason. And on this occasion, I don't feel like showing a suicide is out of the equation for a show that's covering that. Um, but yeah, it's a tricky one. Let me know what you think um, down in the comments or via our um, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram, Creative Collective Pod, and Twitter, create underscore underscore collect. The second sort of more general thing. Oh, quick lighting change. It looks like shit. I'm sorry. Recorded this in the evening. It's coming towards winter. The sun's gone down very quickly and I was in the dark, so it's the best I've got, I'm afraid, for now, but I will sort it out, I promise. Anyway, the second part of this video is a much more general sort of thing, um, just in regards to like violence in general, like not necessarily suicide or sexual assault, that kind of thing, but you know, just real graphic violence, um, things that have actually happened... It, to be more precise um so the biggest example um of films that cover the holocaust so let's just to narrow it down let's just take a film like schindler's list and of course the whole film is like reaped with scenes of like, horrific inhumane violence not that violence is humane but you go you go know i mean like truly horrific things to watch um but there's a particular segment sort of about halfway or a third of the way through um, where the Warsaw Ghetto is being cleared out and you see, uh, you know, people being shot left, right and centre through... Yeah, I'm not going to go into it. It's obviously, if you've seen it, you've seen it. If not, go and watch it and then come back to this because, firstly, it's a it's a truly wonderful film. Secondly... You know, how haven't you watched it yet? This is sort of the best example for where you can truly distinguish between an educational resource and a piece of art because the mistake that a lot of people make uh, when teaching someone about the Holocaust is telling them about, you know, the horrific things sort of straight up and you you very easily lose, like the actual people behind it, like the people who died, not only the people who died, but the people who actually like did it. Um, like, you know, you hear the number like 6 million get thrown around. You think, Jesus, that's a big number, but you can't comprehend it. And so even though you know that it's huge, it kind of gets 
the meaning of it kind of gets lost without any context. So that's why it's really important in an educational setting to focus more on individual people, focus on groups, the background, the heritage, the culture, um, and the effects of the Holocaust on that, on that person, on that piece of culture, that kind of thing. And this doesn't just apply to the Holocaust, it applies to all true events kind of thing. Um, and yeah, with Schindler's List and any film in that subgenre, I suppose, it's, you know, no one, you don't have a problem with it because it did happen. And at the end of the day, like, even though it, it's kind of sick, you almost have to have some kind of depiction of how it happened obviously there's there's pictures from the time um i don't believe there's much moving uh, cinema like moving pictures of it so it's it's in a way in a perverse way it's almost important to have things like shinner's list not only to show the people behind it but also you know the the actual violence itself no matter how sickening that can be to watch in its own unique way it's important to at least have that there not to like you don't need to see horrific violence to be taught a lesson like that's not what I'm trying to say it's more just that at the end of the day like this did happen and so as much as it's important to contextualise who these people were, there comes a point when, you know, you do need that visual representation just to, again, fully comprehend it. Um, and I think it does a good job on its own anyway because, you know, you see people get shot in films all the time. Um obviously highly dramatised uh, and you again see that in this film but you don't actually see the inside of a you don't actually see um, people getting gassed in a gas chamber which I think would have been a step too far I mean I have seen it portrayed in a film it's a Russian film I think um, Escape from Sobibor uh, it's worth worth checking out as well. I think that was definitely pushing the line. It kind of it kind of cut just before. It kind of cut just before the gas really starts to come out, and you know you just hear people coughing and that kind of thing. There's always a line, and. As long as you're giving you the humanity back to those who had it taken away from them, then that's a good thing. And I'm aware that this video has taken a really, really weird, unexpected turn. Um, but I just sort of had to go on that little tangent. Uh, forgive me if that's been a bit too deep. But, you know, hopefully we'll st on the Creative Collective, hopefully we'll stay away from that in future. But thank you for bearing with me. Um, this has been the first attempt at a YouTube video. If you're still listening on the podcast, then great. Thank you very much for supporting us. But 
uh, yeah, please do press the subscribe button wherever you're listening. Uh, comment, turn on the bell notification on YouTube to keep up to date whenever we do post. I'm not entirely sure when that will be just yet, but if you did like it, then please do leave a comment below telling telling me that you liked it because that would that make me feel great and at ease, and I I would feel confident enough to do it again. Um, because believe believe it or not, underneath all of this is a nervous wreck. And I do need a bit of gratification. Um, so if you can do that, that'd be great. If not, then that's fine. We'll know. We'll know not to do it again. Um, but th- yeah, this has been the Creative Collective podcast, or at least half of it. Um, links to all the socials are also in the description of this video. Thank you for listening and goodbye.